Today is June 15th, 2021. That was, that sounded dramatic. <laughs> but, uh, David, how are you doing? Um, it's hard for me to tell right now. So I'm just going to recap my day briefly and see maybe by saying it, it will, it will come up to me with a word. But this morning I, uh, this morning I went to the gym, uh, woke up at around seven, made a quick breakfast, got to the bus, got there at eight. Um, and I saw, so I'm working with a graduate student in the biochemistry lab. His name's Eric. And I saw him at the gym too, which was kind of interesting, kind of funny. Wow. Okay. Um, and he was actually listening to my podcast. Like he was a Harvard one, and that oh yeah, that that was that was nice, but also awkward at the same time. Because I mean, technically, he was listening to my voice while he was working out, which I, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, but flattering, in but a no, way no, no uh, yeah, no, no, that definitely flattering for sure. Uh, but I had, I had a good workout in. I I felt really good. Um, I don't know. I've been getting back into my body a bit. Uh, without swimming, it's been rough really rough honestly um but i i i found a lo- local pool around here so i'm gonna test it out see if it's okay and uh, i might go there to swim sometime uh and on the bright side i've been able to get back into tennis uh i played for the first time on sunday um in a long ass time and it felt mm-hmm. good my serves were fucking ass though like holy shit What's new? Um, no, I'm just kidding. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Um, no, it was, it was actually really serendipitous. So, um, I, uh, I decided to play tennis with Brandon Kwan and Jack Brister. Jack Brister, I just met via GroupMe. Like, I just texted out to a huge group chat. I was like, "Hey, anyone down to play tennis?" He was like, "Yeah, sure." So it was the three of us, and Jack's really good. He, he's actually he actually served in the military for three years before coming to college. Wow. Uh, so he's like older than us, um, and he's really good. Like, yeah, he's just he's one of those grinders. Um, he like he has a really loopy topspin ball, and yeah. he gets everything back. Okay, everything. Yeah. Those are those are people are fun to practice against. Exactly. I was just but gonna not say play that. against. No, 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 not no, no. yeah, not play against. But it was great to rally with him because like, yeah, it was just so consistent. I was able to like kind of punch balls through. Mm. um like take sharp cuts at 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 them and then um and then he would return them so uh it was nice but then jack had to leave for work and then me and brandon played for just a little bit longer and then two guys approached us and was like hey you want to play doubles and we're like fuck yeah sure let's do it um even though we already played for like an hour and a half so we played we we were okay but i just kept double faulting and uh they were honestly really good they were like older guys like masters players Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one of which was Jules, and the other was Ken. And um, Jules had this really pronounced Aussie accent, which was kind of funny. That's great. But, but they were really good. Um, and we ended up losing six two, but uh, it was fun. It was fun getting back into it. Uh, I haven't felt good with like my body for a while, and that kind of inspired me to get back into the gym. Good, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that's what happened that morning, and then uh. Yeah, throughout throughout the day, I just it, it like the morning started off great, is what I'm trying to say, and then it kind of got worse. And again, it's my phone. My phone is like the th- the thing that ruins everything. Yeah. I've been, I've been struggling bad. I actually called Molly today, and Molly and I did a little pack too. 
You like, did? Oh, okay. Yeah, we Molly and I are like not doing over five because we're already at four today. And we said if we hit five, we die. So we we okay. need to do this shit consistently. Like now that I'm actually taking classes, time is important. Yeah. Really important. So like tomorrow I'm sending you my screen time. Yeah. Yeah. And like I'm fucking serious about it. Now that I have like a schedule, it's it's different. Life's different. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we got it. We got it. We got to We got to stick to the nickel. Uh, yep. We, we got to Venmo the nickel. Yes. Um, and yeah, no, that's that's for sure. But um, and I met up with Anna um, after work because I had to give her give back her charger, and uh, we walked for a bit. And it was just really great talking to her. Mm. Um, I, I told you laughter is my weakness, and we just <laughs> laughed and stuff, and talked a bit about her project in uh geothermal earthquakes that's like the research she's doing um it was really interesting and we talked a bit about faults and all that but um yeah i don't know i i don't want to milk this topic obviously because i can keep, always keep milking it no i i don't know man but like oh yeah no um you know at, at one point i i i invited her over for dinner or cuz mainly cuz like she she lives pretty close to no she she works pretty close to where i live like a 10 minute walk so sometimes mm-hmm. after work she just wants to come to my place and eat something cuz it takes like about 40 minutes to get back home to her place and then she has to cook but normally i i cook um i'm cooking really that's the other thing i want to talk about my cooking but, yeah. yeah yeah um and yeah i was i, I cooked for her for a bit we I cooked um, chicken and broccoli uh, with like soy sauce, oyster sauce, hoisin sauce, all that. Um, and and yeah, we were just sitting down eating and then out of nowhere, she was like, um, you know, if you ever ask me to move in with you, the answer is yes. Um, not, not to like this apartment, but like in the future, perchance, like, oh, you know, if we have our own places, et cetera. Obviously, it's a long ways away. But she said that and it was, on one hand, it was very comforting and relieving mm-hmm. and exciting almost to like think of that memory that it could happen. Uh, but the other hand's so scary to think about because it's it's that far away and time is fragile and anything could happen. And it's like one of those things that you're afraid to hold on to for mm. the simple fact that you'll be disappointed that yeah. it won't happen. Yeah you know um and and i think that's like a recurring theme when 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 you find something that's special to you you're afraid to lose it and therefore you're afraid to commit memory to it mm. you're afraid to hope i think is the idea like you're afraid yeah. to hope that something could happen that's profound because it might not happen and you don't want to face that devastation yeah um but but regardless though it's it's been really blissful and, and she's she's making me better is kind of the cliche way to put it um you know i was on my phone for a while now um after cooking dinner today just numbing my brain after a long ass day and she called me and she was outside walking because she saw the sunset and wanted to go see it and found some volleyball people and play volleyball serendipitously mm. and that just made me happy and it made me kind of not want to know my brain anymore so i went downstairs cleaned the kitchen uh cooked some chicken breast for tomorrow's lunch cleaned the kitchen again because i i i cooked um 
came up here, folded clothes, and started stretching. And that's when I called you. Nice, uh, nice. And and yeah, it's like it it helped me, man. Like it means a lot to know that someone has that power. Um, like, like you do too. Like after after our podcast episodes and we the students, like I just feel like I wanted to learn more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so and, and it's yeah, exactly. It's it's rare to find people that that has that effect on you, mm-hmm. you know. And when when you do, it's it's a special thing, and, and obviously you want to hold on to it. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And work's gotten a lot better. Um, I'm talking to like Eric and lab the lab manager Shashi pretty casually now. Oh fuck! Wait, I never told you the story, bro. Go Dude, ahead, tell me. Last Friday, so this past Friday, some crazy shit went down. So. Um, it was, so it was a party. Three people were leaving the lab. So it was like a going away party. So we set up like a little thing outside the med school quad. We had pizza, we had a bunch of pastries and champagne. And so they were like, like they, they like offered me champagne. It's like, okay, hell yeah. So I drank two bottles of champagne, not bottles, but like glasses of champagne. Hmm. And then they started taking tequila shots. Um, and also invited me to say, oh, hell yeah, let's do it. Um, I, I knew I couldn't handle a lot, so I just decided to take two. Um, it's the one where, like, you, it's not like, good quality tequila, so, like, you would take the shot and then, like, bite into a lime. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, honestly, low-key, that actually tastes pretty good, like, with the lime. Um, I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I think, mean, I think tequila is, is, uh, is the worst thing. It's me. pretty rough. It's, it's, it's definitely pretty rough. Although, so far, my experiences have been okay. Because I had one in Mexico, and that was like the really high quality one at the restaurant, which was really good. And then this time, which was with the lime, which was also not too bad. Um, you can you can keep your cactus juice, dude. I'm <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, no worries, no worries. The champagne was pretty good though, but yeah, so I was kind of buzzed. And then what was so funny though was that everyone everyone drank, you know, and everyone just went back to the lab and continued their experiments. <laughs> which is so fucking funny because like everyone yeah, like partying yeah. with music and then we all just cleaned up head back and then like you enter because I, I i came back late because um i was throwing away some trash i came yeah. back and the lab was completely fucking normal like people were just in their benches like pipetting and you know doing their experiments like as if nothing fucking happened and, I'm, and I'm guaranteeing that half of them was like at least tipsy <laughs> um and then and then and then out of nowhere too um while we were still outside uh eric and the lab manager shashi um i didn't know they smoked like cigarettes but they did but eric forgot his lighter so i was like oh i'm gonna go to the 7 7-eleven about five minute walk um and we'll get a lighter and i was like oh i'll come with you just just because like I, I like walking and talking mm-hmm. uh, but at the time i didn't know why he needed a lighter i was just being dumb i was like oh he needs a lighter for something and then i really and then they stopped it's like okay this is probably a good place to smoke i was like oh f- oh they're about to smoke um, obviously, I wasn't gonna smoke with him, but um, yeah, yeah, I just, I just took a smoke break with him without without the smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then it was it was there where it's like Shashi was like, "Yo, um, I just got some new weed. <laughs> uh, um, you, you guys want to come to Crystal Lake with me? Um, and and fucking get high and shit." And and Eric was like, "Yeah, sure, let's let's do it." Eric, David, you wanna come? So like, yeah, okay. Because um, yeah, it was a Friday, and I don't know. I just felt like the entire day was kind of a interesting celebratory mood so shashi we got in the shashi's car after work it was around 4 30 
um, we finished early that day and we drove to her place, got the stuff, went to Crystal Lake. Um, and then, yeah, we just lit it up. And uh, it's the first time I've, I guess, smoked. Yeah. And here's the thing. I don't, I don't know if, I don't, I don't know. Obviously, I've never been high before. But I don't think I, I didn't get high, dude. Like, I, I took some serious puffs. Like, Eric was out. Like, he he took, like, four, maybe. Like, we, we took four circles. What is yeah. it? Like, four rotations. And he was uh-huh. out for the count. Like, he started laughing and talking about triangles. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. And he, was, and he was out for the count. And all I felt was, like, when I closed my eyes, I kind of felt dizzy. Uh-huh. And that was it. Like, I, I was just, that was it. Interesting. That was it? Oh, shit. Wait, you um, cut out. One second. Can you hear me? David? Yeah, Cal, you, you, you cut out here, man. I can't hear you anymore. Oh, can you hear, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you. yeah. Sorry about that. I had to unplug my Ethernet, but we're good now. No worries. Um, Interesting. I thought you would have <laughs> gotten, like, destroyed by it. No, yeah, I got, I had zero effect. Like, I was perfectly, I mean, I mean, apparently, so Shashi said, like, this was sativa, which yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should wait. be a head high, right? Okay, so what's a head high? Uh, It, it means it kind of affects your, uh, okay, it, it's hard to explain, because again, like, you're using words to explain an experience. Right. But um, when I do sativa, I usually feel stupid. That's when I start talking about, like, stupid shit and kind of just lose self-control, but indica is more of like a you feel it in your body and and you don't but yet you're coherent perfectly huh that makes any sense and i prefer indica because i don't like being stupid yeah <laughs> oh boy okay yeah i mean i didn't feel it either like i was talking normally like i was laughing a bit more but i was kind of like forcing myself to like like placebo like oh i want to i feel like i should be laughing yeah more. Yeah, yeah, yeah laughing yeah. more but my body felt normal. I was walking normally. Um, yeah, there was nothing. Like nothing happened. So it was I and and Shashi is like a pretty experienced smoker, and she has some decent weed. And she was also like, kind of like dazed off. I had moved outside. If you're wondering, what's no, yeah, yeah, no, no worries, no worries. It's just beautiful out here, and I like didn't want to waste it in my room. That's, that's so facts. I moved out. Okay, sorry. I, I'm I'm definitely paying attention to you. I don't no, 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 no. I know, I know. Um. um so, review so, what's your comprehensive review would you do it again no honestly it's useless like yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't get i didn't get anything out of it honestly like it just yeah like it got like my throat kind of burned um because yeah. we didn't use a bomb we use one of those things that you just directly like light this light light the weed on fire uh-huh what are those things called again it's like a little like you directly light the weed on fire yeah so like there's the, she has like weed grains or like she like like crumbles them up, yeah. puts them on like then, a little pot center, and she like and she has a lighter and lights it. And is it like handheld? Yeah. No water. No. A pipe. Oh, that's a pipe. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. I think that would be called a pipe. I mean, I'm I'm not really I'm not a stoner, but uh-huh. I mean I do know like the terminology because yeah. my brother. So so bong versus pipe versus like a joint like like these things like oh yeah there's there's so many different smoking devices but like there's like a bubbler. Which is like in between a bong and a pipe. Huh. There's a there's a bong, which is like a classic, you know what I mean? It's like right. synonymous with, with smoking weed. Um, 
there's a joint, which is like when you roll it up, there's a blunt, which is when you roll it up with a tobacco leaf and then you get like nicotine and THC. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then there's the, the pipe, which is what you used. I guess so. Yeah. 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 There's, I mean, there's so many different ways to smoke weed. Right. But this one felt like really unhealthy because like I was directly inhaling the fumes, like my throat burned. Oh, yeah. And stoners claim that it's not unhealthy. But, like, dude, you're putting smoke into your lungs. Like, you can't convince me that that's not unsafe. Right. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still combustion. Like, (laughs) fuck you. There's no way you're going to get away with this without (laughs) (laughs) some damage. There's going to be damage. Yeah. Like, I get it's not addictive, maybe. Sure. But at the end of the day, you're still inhaling burning fumes like yeah bro yeah. you're not gonna get out of it so i i honestly don't like it um probably not gonna do it ever again it just didn't give me anything yeah like yeah. unless i like i don't know put some pure thc under my tongue and may- maybe that'll get me something but probably something yeah <laughs> uh, other than yeah it was just not a memorable experience but it was fun just like bro i fucking smoked my tf man like what the hell like <laughs> who the fuck does that oh um, i know so in, in a way it was like kind of like a like a, like a little moment to keep as like a thing to remember. Like I smoked with my TF. Hey, and that applies to your word of the summer too. Honestly, the summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I honestly facts, facts, bro, facts. Um, but other than that, um, the only the only complaint I have today is that I didn't do a lot of work, and mm. there's so many things I want to do, and it's just, oh, I came home and I cooked. Today I cooked um, uh, no meat today. We didn't have any meat, which is good. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was bok choy with onion and baby mushrooms. Um, Delicious. And I added oyster sauce to it, some some rice vinegar. It's just a splash, splash of rice vinegar and then some sugar. So it gave it like this like tangy sweetness. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and, and we just served that with rice. And then the leftovers I'm going to eat for lunch. And I also made chicken breast because... Tomorrow, I think I'm gonna go to the gym again, and I kind of want some protein. Some, yeah, some like after after workout meal um, is the plan. So hell yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really about it. Um, I mean, that you sound you sound like you're doing pretty good. Yeah, you but, say that. Yeah, I, I I'm obviously not complaining, but the only thing I, I would want to do more is that like I don't know. I just have the, I have a project that I want to do that's like it's not connected to anything that I've done before. It's just this pure curiosity and it has to do with plasma donation have you ever donated plasma yes well no no no, 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 no. I, thought, I thought you were about to ask did, did we already talk about this oh oh yeah well okay yeah. oh no fuck we yeah we already talked about this plenty of times no no but but you didn't talk, tell me about a project oh yeah so um two things first i want to code uh code a map that can overlay locations of donation clinics yeah. Onto areas of, oh, onto onto a map that shows poverty rates to see if like clinics are being built in low income neighborhoods like systematically. Oh shit, David, you know? this is big. I know, I know, it is pretty interesting. Um, Whoa. Because uh, you know, if it is, that's like some pretty damning evidence. You know, like shit, these oh, these companies are. That's, that's so you. Like you're. Damn, you're delving into like the. <laughs> The socioeconomic stuff, and you're also getting involved in the science of plasma and blood at the same time. 
yeah it fits really well i think um it does i you should definitely do some research on that like stick yeah. to that Beautiful. yeah um, i'm gonna stick to it and i research and i reached out to some professors that could potentially help me um so we'll see where that goes i'm, I'm gonna hope i'm hoping to send another email soon um to to this other professor that i think would be really interesting to talk to but yeah i mean but this is the thing but i don't i haven't had time to work on it like really in depth like yeah i read a f- here and there like maybe total i've spent like 10 hours on it mm-hmm. um but i really want to do more and i want to learn how to code as well and um code well because you have to web web scrape like if you want to find these addresses you have to web scrape uh, i see um addresses off of like you know um directories and all that which is really annoying but you gotta dig deep dig deep yes sir so um that's my only complaint right now and i haven't been reading as much that's the other thing i haven't yeah neither have i yeah and that's tough and then it's my like if i were just if i literally replace every second that i spent on my phone with reading, <laughs> i'd probably be plowing through a book a week or even more than that two books a week honestly like you were being completely honest here two books yeah. a week if i replace every second of my phone with a book even though that's a wildly unrealistic expectation to meet, but I know, but but the fact that like that that let's start with like oh I know I know when you put it like that like if you really used every second you used on your phone productively how much you could get done jeez yeah. we would live in a utopia that's <laughs> yeah and that, that's what bothers me so much is that what I could be doing you know I know I know but it's tough a tough way to live life it's a hard way to live life constantly thinking about right but i feel like i feel like it's a necessary thing you know i don't know it depends because at the end of the day it's about being happy um and i know the phone doesn't make you happy but yeah it it definitely doesn't it doesn't but but i think to a certain a certain degree just living life constantly being productive is also not going to bring you happiness either uh-huh. but i mean what is productivity i think we talked about this you know like reading for yeah, fun yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. necessarily productive oh yeah well that, that's the thing like if you use that time off your phone to do things that just make you happy then fuck it yeah yeah do it yeah. but like i don't think it should necessarily just be like confined to reading or like studying or research or something because that's no no, me, no it's not. only so much of that can really like do it for me but yeah but, totally fuck the phone yeah we know that mm-hmm. we know that but just yeah i have to be better at it i guess um because it's, it's like it's like junk food you know it's the same same arguments of like yes junk food makes you happy in the moment but like as a net it doesn't because like afterwards you feel guilty <laughs> yeah. and like yeah. yesterday out of stress i ate literally like a full tub of ben and jerry's ice cream and the whole thing was like a thousand calories yeah. Um. And I finished it, and it felt great eating it. And then right afterwards, right when I threw the tub in the trash, I felt like shit, absolute <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, it's um, that remorse, and it's, yeah, it's tough to deal with remorse, but it's almost better not to get too down on yourself about it. it you honestly want to have like self compassion, forgive yourself for doing things like that, or else you'll make those same mistakes. Yeah. Like. It's uh, it's tough though. You like I sometimes want to just beat the shit out of myself when I do something that I that I know is wrong and I still end up doing it. But, yeah. Like my my worst thing is eating out. Like the, oh. the, the buyer's remorse. I'm like I wasn't even that hungry and I just spent like $16 on this. And you know what I mean? That feeling is awful, but um but you just got to move on. Regret. That I mean that that's all that is is regret. And we know that regret is one of the most 
useless emotions to acknowledge. Yeah. What does it accomplish? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, I think I just have to be, yeah, be compassionate towards my time. But I, I really think if we get back into this, this pact more, it, it'll help. It, it will really, cause like, it, it's like, it just reminds you that you're not struggling alone. And when you struggle alone, know, it's, just, it's just the worst. So That is the worst, yeah. We really got to keep keep on to it, okay? But that's that's really about it on my part. Um, yeah, I think I flushed it out pretty well. Um, yeah, I mean, like I like I know what's going on in David's life. <laughs> Thanks. But you, sir, you, sir, have some major, major updates. I must check in though. Are you gonna fall asleep on me? No, I'm chilling, bro. You chilling? Okay. Yeah. No, guaranteed, bro. It's like eleven thirty. Every single time I fall asleep, it was like one o'clock. So <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, no, I, I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure. No, no, um, no that's fair. You have every reason to to be <laughs> to be suspicious. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I literally want to start like last week, but I'm uh-huh. not gonna like get into every single detail. But there's just this one thing that happened. Uh, and you know those 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 people that I started to hang out with. Oh, the 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 the, the kids of the famous people. Yeah, I, I went to the river with them. The Russian river. Oh. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. But did I tell you that I was just like a anxious mess the entire time? Oh like, no! Like I really blew it. I really blew it. Like I did not. I wasn't myself, and I had a hard time being myself. And I missed out on a chance to, like, just show people who I am, I guess. And uh, now they're all gone. They all went back to their, co- their private colleges around the East Coast. So I feel like I, I had a chance to really, like, connect with these people. And my anxiety stopped me from doing so. So it, it was a real bummer because usually I'm good in those, like, situations, you know. Um, not this time. Like, David, I blew it. You know what I mean? And then there was a moment where... Uh, where I was just like having a hard time getting into the conversation. And then I made it like a car accident joke. I made a joke about a car accident. Like, right. cause they were making nine 11 jokes. They were making, Oh so just, shit. Yeah. So I was making, I made a joke about a car accident and they all like stopped talking, stared into the ground. And then Abe was like, Hey, that's bad timing. We just had a friend who died in a car accident. And so that was like the first time I said something in like 10 minutes. And when that happened, I just didn't say anything. Literally didn't say a word for the rest of the night. Like, I just wanted to go home. because I was like, fuck, man. You get what I'm saying? Like, fuck. I just, I I want friends and this is too hard right now. This is is way too difficult. Like, it shouldn't take this much effort to, uh, to have good friends. But yeah. I think I think good friends. I don't. I don't think good friends would make would would like encourage you to feel that way to encourage this type of anxiety. I know, I know, but but you that's know. the thing. Is like I I thought they were going to be cool people. Um, I'm not really blaming myself in the situation. Like I'm not saying like, man, like if only I could have not have said that because then I'm just walking on eggshells, you know, and like that's not a friendship. But that's yeah no no that's way. the way yeah yeah so um so i guess i'm just i feel like i'm starting from square one because I, and my landlords came and they were really amazing 
Like they're great people. Like they mm. brought me out to dinner. They gave me a twenty five dollar that they got me the yeah, twenty five dollar Trader Joe's gift card. They left a whole bunch of stuff in the fridge for me to eat, because uh, they went back to Hawaii. Uh-huh. But they're, they're Yo, what the fuck? Wait, 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 wait. This is your landlord? Yeah, my landlord's uh, Lynn and Marcos. Okay. Are they are they they're a couple? Uh, yeah, they're a gay couple. Uh, Marcos is from Brazil, and Lynn's from Kansas. And now Lynn is a professor at Berkeley, and he teaches mm. teachers. Uh, and Marcos is kind of just like a uh, stay-at-home husband who does things around the house, keeps the house nice and tidy, and he does uh, part-time cosmetology. Whoa. I know, yeah. And they were That's great so cool. to talk to, like great stories. Uh, Marcos told me all about Brazil. We listened to Bossa Nova, and he like translated the lyrics for me because it's all in Portuguese. So, Dude, like, what the fuck? I know. And, and they know, Lynn knows six languages. Fluently. Okay, so, so I'm guessing... Spanish, Portuguese, English. What else? You're on. You're on the right track. Italian? No, French. F- French? What the <laughs> fuck? Okay. Uh, uh, French. Uh, and then he knows this really weird language. Uh, oh, what is it called? You would know it too. Fuck. That's that's disappointing that I forgot one of the languages. Well, what What area is it from? Uh, is it European? No, no, no. It's a. It's an Asian language. Um, Nepalese? No, something like that though. Like it has a ring to it, like that. Lebanese? No. Nope. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say that's definitely not a language. Taiwanese? No, I forgot. Cantonese? But but the the point the point is is that he knows a whole bunch of languages, and so does Marcos. Uh, uh-huh. And it was just great. It was great having him here. And Marcos is also really good at piano, and he gave me some lessons. What um, the fuck? Oh my god, this just keeps yeah. getting better. What the? F- yeah, <laughs> saying, I know. The, the 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 issue I'm having right now is that like, you're saying all this so casually, like when yeah. you're just. And these are the all fuck? like amazing qualities, like that they've they they, they practiced. Uh, and Lynn was Lynn was just a really smart guy, really nice to talk to, and they were just so fucking nice. Like, you you would think that they were just like I, they adopted me or something. You know what I mean? That's how they made me feel, like their adopted son. And they're my landlords, which is incredible. Mm. So it's a bummer they're gone, and they're going to be gone for months. <laughs> and and I won't have a roommate in, for a while. So it's just like all the people I met went to New York, and my landlords are gone. So I feel like I'm just at square one again. Like I had made all these relationships, and everyone just left. Um, So, yeah, it would be nice to meet people. Obviously, I can't now because I'm sick, and I'm probably going to be stay at home for a few days but whatever <laughs> yeah yeah um but i started my classes right <laughs> my first assignment in a year and a half basically finally is my views on american politics isn't Let's that great fucking go like, what a dude. way to get started again you know what i mean yeah um, so i wrote i wrote a little paper i'll read it right now yeah let's do it let's do it my views on American politics, and this isn't this isn't a formal essay by any means. This is more of like uh, something I wrote in like ten minutes, and it's not supposed to be taken seriously. If you get what I'm okay. saying, how long is uh, it? how long is it supposed to be? Uh, this is just a page and a half. Okay, page and a half. But 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 I think I think it's nice, and I think I put it I put it nicely. Um, okay. Here we go. <clears throat> I voted for Joe Biden in the 2020 presidential election. This was an unfortunate decision to make for a few reasons. As someone who identifies as an anti-capitalist, both candidates were terrible. Joe Biden is a borderline senile neoliberal. He used to sponsor racist legislation. 
while Trump is an egotistical maniac who has recently made racist statements publicly and continues to lay economic groundwork to allow big corporations to flourish. There's no point in comparing the two candidates either. They're both free market capitalists. They both hate the radical left. They're both pro-Israel. They both want to continue to bloat the military with taxpayer dollars. They don't have any plans to close tax loopholes for the rich. And they both accept the millions of dollars from super PACs to run their campaigns. To avoid making this a sad analysis of American politics, I will change gears and instead talk about policy I support. I believe every American should receive free healthcare and free education. This has become a standard in every other first world country, and the fact that it's still a, deba- a topic of debate is sad. I also believe that universal basic income is a policy that needs to be implemented urgently. If corporations are going to automate away their workforce, then the American people deserve a slice of the profits gained by putting them out of work. We are headed into a crucial point in human history where corporations will no longer need human labor. It is of the utmost importance that the American people step in to gain control over the large corporations so that all social classes can enjoy the fruits of our non-labor. I am pro-choice. I stand with Palestine, but I acknowledge how unbelievably complex that situation in Israel is. I believe the U.S. military is overfunded. I am terrified of climate change, and I often lose sleep over it. I believe systemic racism is a disease plaguing our country. I think lobbying should be banned. We will never be a true democratic republic until we get money out of Washington, D.C. If I was to assign myself a political ideology, it would be a progressive, primitive socialist. Progressive, because I believe salvation lies within the advancement of technology and the evolution of social ideas. Primitive because humans are humans, and we've been evolving for around 8 million years. There's a lot of primitive baggage that comes along with 8 million years of evolving, which is why we need to acknowledge human nature and create a political system that is tailor-made for our human faults. And socialist, because I'm a socialist. Dude, what the... You got some (laughs) banger quotes in there, man. It it almost reads as like a... Like a farewell speech, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like yeah. No, it, it it's it's powerful. You know, like it just gets to the point. Like enough of the fucking fluff. Like, yeah, you were, yeah. you were, yeah. Um, well, I'm tired of fluff, dude. Like, facts. every book I read on politics, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, really? <laughs> so much fluff, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ah, I love this though. Like, I haven't written something like that in a long time. And, like, it's the fact that someone's going to read it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm yeah. just glad, like, a professor's going to read this and grade it. Just, yeah. It's, it's being in a class is nice. And I mean, I'm just excited to submit this, you know. Yeah, I'm not um, looking forward to it, too. Because one of the great things is, like, if you, if you put in the effort, professors will know this, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... I, I do want to just talk about like the way I feel though, for sure. No, for sure, man. Um, and yeah, things have just been, things have just been weird lately. Like I'm just, yeah, I, I, I went home. Uh, so I woke up like three days ago and it's just, I just needed to go home. I don't know if you've ever felt that way, but like, man, I just needed to go home and, and I drove home. And it was great, like, seeing Vivi and then, like, sleeping in my own bed and seeing my mom and dad 
And then um, I got to hang out with Molly. And then I got to hang out with uh, Taylor after. And then it was almost like a bummer that I had to go back. And I know that sounds fucking terrible, but it's just because, like, I'm just, there's, I don't have, I'm not emotionally connected to this place at all. Like, I don't, I don't have any emotional connections, like, with anything. Like, there isn't a dog here that I love. There isn't a person here that I love. I don't love this house. <sighs> and it's just depressing. And I, and I often get just really depressed here. <laughs> but is it, is it because it wasn't like what you thought it was going to be like? No, I mean, it's, 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 it's great. Like, it's, it's exactly what I expected, but. I mean, I just didn't expect it to, like, make me feel sad, you know? Like, I thought being alone was going to be nice, but... But, fuck, I just... I Like, it would be so nice to just have a group of people to just hang out with, and it, I can't find it. Like, we're on... We're, we're coming up on week two here, and I feel like I haven't made any progress. Hmm. And I'm, it's going to... I'm just going to go start walking up to random people, and I don't care if it's, like... I don't care if I humiliate myself, like, I... I will if I if I think you're cool, I'm gonna walk up to you and ask if you wanna be my friend or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like you from my point of view, it's like you're you're craving it so much that you forget that it takes time to build this. Yeah. Like imagine us knowing each other for three three, four, five years before ever really getting to talk to each other seriously. I know, I know. You know, it's two weeks in, and I was two weeks in. Remember, I was talking to you about how, like, the lab, I was like, it was just so fucking quiet, and I wasn't yeah. talking to anyone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, now it's like, it's going well now. And it's the third, uh, finish the third week, this is the fourth week. Yeah. So, you know, you're right on the cusp, really. Like, come on, think about it. Two weeks in, and you're condemning yourself to, to a permanent loneliness. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I must, I must also say that I fucking hate my job. Like this Starbucks. Oh, Starbucks. No, dude, it is so slow. Like they, they have no idea. They have no perspective. Like this is the only store any of these people have worked at, and they just have no idea. Like they're all just standing around scrolling on their phones, and they think that's just how Starbucks is. The, like just to give you some, like, just to compare the old store to the new store. The old store, we did like 10 grand uh, in sales, like every day. Um, this store does like two grand in one day. Two grand. Like we do, we got, we got like five times the amount of orders at my old store. And, and the, but what's crazy is like, I would be the only person there doing five times the amount of work. And at this store, we have like six people there and there's only one fifth of the amount of work. So I, I, I end up just for two hours straight wiping down the same countertop, pouring out the, the coffee that didn't sell, and then brewing new coffee that I'm going to pour out again, and, uh, and doing dishes. Oh, what? It's, it's fucking terrible. Like, and, and, and here's what's crazy is I, I, came, I came up to my, my manager manager, and I was like, hey, can I go home early? Uh, because I have a Zoom call at four. Like, I'm like, I just don't really have much to do. And he was like, oh, I'll see what I can do, but I don't know. I was like, you don't know? There's nothing to... Starbucks is going in the red right now. Like, every minute I'm here, I'm not I'm not creating profit. Like, you don't need me here. Can I just go? Like, why the fuck am I here? Well, there's nothing worse than standing around, David. Like, 
Yeah. It drives me insane. Like I, it, it makes me want to scream. It's, it's like a suffocating feeling. And I don't know how many more days I can, I can put up with it. If I'm being completely honest with you, like it, it's like, if I, I'm going to get through these two weeks and I'm going to look for new jobs because it's unbearable. And I, and I hate to be like dramatic and, and, and like, I guess not grateful for having this job, but it's, it's fucking awful. Hmm. I don't know if you have any advice, <laughs> but like, so right now it's overstaffed is, is what you're saying. Yeah. And like, and they think this, this is the way it is. That's what's concerning. You know what I mean? They're not like, fuck, there's too many people here. They're like, Oh, I don't know if you should go home because like, I don't want you to leave. We're going to be understaffed. <laughs> Jeez. And, and the, and the, and cause, cause the manager, like, they're in charge of making sure that they're making profit, right? Like if Yeah. There's no way that they're able to maintain a cash flow if they're if if, if someone if one of their employees feel this way. Like what well, the hell? I, I did I did the math actually because I was bored and I and I did it an equation to see how much money they were losing every hour. And without factoring in rent and the price of the food, like and the price of the, the, the materials used to make the product. So let's just pretend that they're making like that drinks don't cost any money to make. Okay. Then this Starbucks location is losing $70 an hour. Oh my while god. While I was there. And that's without rent and with and assuming that drinks don't cost money to make. <laughs> <laughs> like just put, why am I here? Just let me leave. Uh-huh. Um but it sucks but it's also like a catch 22 because I need the money because I have I have bills to pay. Like I'm not I'm not here on like my parents' dime completely. Like it's kind of a uh, like an eighty twenty situation. Like my parents are covering most of it, but I do have some some bills I have to pay. So, like I need the work, but I don't want to feel like I like need to go to the, into the bathroom and, and hang myself. Yeah, it's so boring. <laughs> so you know, I'm looking at a place. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say this is this is like one of those situations where the universe. Andrew Yang's universal basic income would be really helpful, you know. Like, yeah. it's meant to it's meant to be economically free um, for you to like. Yes, maybe take a week or two or three of unemployment, essentially while keeping afloat, while you can look for a better job. But anyway, sorry. Um, what you were saying, you're looking at this <laughs> other place. Yeah. So there's a poke, poke, poke. Oh, poke, poke. Yeah, yeah. The the yeah, some the people yeah, um, sushi bowl place, literally three buildings down from my. I, I've eaten there like every other day, <laughs> like every time I'm hungry. It's a 15 second walk from my Victorian. Oh fuck, isn't it uh, expensive though? Yeah, it's pretty expensive. But but um, what I do is like if I get called in to a shift, then I reward myself with bouquet because okay. it's like I wasn't even I wasn't even expecting to get that money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'm like, okay, I'll dedicate like it's it's like 10 bucks for a bowl. Okay, so it's an hour of work. Yeah, there you go. Oh no, it's that's that's thirty minutes here. I get wait, you get you get fucking nineteen an hour. Yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, the minimum wage here is like sixteen fifty. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but 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 that's not even like that's. It feels like the same as Merced because everything is so damn expensive. Expensive. I paid four dollars and fifty cents a gallon, dude. Oh my. God for gas, yeah. So I'm never filling up here again. I just don't drive anymore. It's not worth it. Like, oh yeah, definitely really not. Yeah, like, and if you want to go to San Francisco, ten bucks on Bart. Like, boom, just ten bucks gone. Like, just like that. Thirty minutes of work just to get to San Francisco. You're mm-hmm. not even there yet, and you're already down ten bucks. Um, 
but yeah, the Bay Area is unaffordable. Um, but yeah, if I get called into a shift, you have to reward yourself because it just, yeah, it's going to feel not horrible. Ex- not ex- yeah, not expecting to work and then working. Like you have to make it worth your time. So I eat good on, on days that I get called in. Um, yeah. That's a good, that's a good strategy. Honestly, I, yeah. that's good. Yeah. But, yeah. um, so are they hiring? I don't know, but I'm going to go in tomorrow and just be like, Hey, like, I don't know if you guys are hiring yet, but I'm just going to leave this resume here and just, I, I've worked in like a restaurant and I've worked in Starbucks for like over a year now. So this would be nice if I could work at this place. Like, because you do, you, you're constantly working there. Like if people are there, you're making their, their salad or you're in the back doing prep or you're making their sushi bowl and like free bouquet. You know what I'm mm. saying? I don't know. It would be nice. Uh, or, or I don't know. Work sucks, David. Like, yeah. I'm so afraid of ending up in like working a shitty job. <laughs> yeah. I'm so afraid. It's like my biggest fear. Like, I'd rather lose a limb than end up working a shitty job for the rest of my life. No, that's it's, fair. But I, 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 I think it's also important to know that, specifically for you, you know that this job is temporary. Like that, you know that for a fact. Like. You're not yeah. going to be condemned to as a Starbucks employee for your entire <laughs> life, bro. I know, but then, but I always get scared because, like, okay, well, no, no, I, I, yeah, I agree. I will never stay at Starbucks for honestly more than two years. I'm not even doing this all the way through college. Like, I, I, I would definitely need something fresh after two years. Yeah. Oh my God, what is that? Oh, sorry, music started playing. But my manager, James, he's a, uh, I get. I get like my stomach drops every time I talk to a manager and I'm like, what do you major in? And they're like, political science. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you, you majored in political science at Cal and now you're going to be a Starbucks manager for the rest oh, of the Oh, he went life. to Cal? Yeah. Like uh-huh. that shit always hurts my soul. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this guy like had dreams. Like you don't make, you don't do political science if you don't have dreams. You don't do liberal arts if you don't have dreams. Uh, I, do I, w- I would, I would disagree with you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There are certain majors that you select when you don't know what you're doing, as I'm sure you know. Yeah, yeah. And and sometimes that's the case. You know, thankfully it's not your case. Sometimes it's the case because political science is one of those sexy, sexy ones. You know, yeah, it, it's yeah. the one that offers a lot of fruit, but <laughs> yeah. people don't realize that fruits only the fruit is only reached by the people who have the intention mm. to to reach for it and they, they expect the fruit to drop as long as they stand near the tree yeah yeah and that's that's Beautiful the problem analogy yeah. no I, I well thank you but like so yeah i think the biggest trap is to see that and be like oh shit well i should probably not go into political science like the biggest separator between you and james is the fact that you have a motivation to select political science and if you ever feel like you question that, then it's where you can consider maybe something else. Yeah, right? And that's, yeah. that's totally fine if you do, you know, like for you, Cal, like I feel like you have so many, um, so many interests that like broaden out beyond political science that even if you did feel meh about it, you could easily, easily go into something else. And, and that's why I would really recommend you to not do a political science AA. Because, first of all, it's just boring doing a political science AA and then a political science BS. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
um, but definitely do something else. And it not only shows diversity if you do do a BS in political science, but also it, it. I feel like it's so important to make sure that what you are pursuing is what you want. Because mm. um, mm-hmm. I spoke with my TF on psychology, and who's a clinical psychologist, and he said the whole reason why he became a clinical psychologist was simply because he took a fucking career quiz at the community college that he was at. Really? And it said, you're either going to be a journalist or clinical psychologist. Like, fuck journalism. I'm going to be a clinical psychologist then. <laughs> um, and he took a psychology class and fucking loved it. And he, origi- wow. he was originally going to do, um, he was originally going to do mechanical engineering. Um, and now he's at Harvard, a graduate school of psychology. So, um, yeah, his story is really amazing, man. He's failed high school twice. What? Um, yeah, failed high school twice and, uh, Worked at a worked at a restaurant for fourteen years before deciding to go back to community college and uh, did that and met this one person that changed his life around that simply just told him to plan his next two years at the community college which he never did before like you know he he's gone to community college for ten years but he just oh, yeah. failed out of yeah. so many semesters that it, none of it counted um, but it just took that one and then he went to, he went to UNC in North Carolina. And then mm-hmm. found his way to Harvard. So, so, so yeah. Like, but he did it with intention. Like he pursued psychology, not because it was like the major that everyone chose, but because he had a specific reason to choose psychology. Yeah, yeah. And it's landed him in a beautiful position. And he now he's a father, he's a husband, he's a wonderful teacher. And yeah, like fuck. What what else can you? What else do you need? You know. Um, nothing that's, that's so so yeah that's why i think this lone alone time you know is like it's what's great about it is that you you will be, you will eventually find a friend group like it's two weeks in like i'd be concerned if you found a good friend group by now actually because that probably meant you didn't search hard enough <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. and you lashed onto the first thing that popped up yeah it know? just sucks because like i know this is wrong but i wanted these people to like me just i really wanted these people to like me and i know that's like a terrible mindset to have coming into hanging out with people because uh, i mean you don't get to decide what other people think at the end of the day um and and i now i follow them on social media and i see them like all having fun together in new york and it's just a terrible fucking feeling but it, i and i just can't help that like i i know it shouldn't be a terrible feeling and blah 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 but like you know how it is. Anyways. Yeah. I, I'm good now. I'm good. You're good. Yeah. But the thing with this work, man, is that... I mean, I think it's a good idea to just keep working and then, you know, you know, put your resume with that pokey place and, and hope for the best. And honestly, like, do you do you look at the customers, like, like really study them when they come in? I'm just curious. This is, like, completely different, but... um. Do you like oh, study them? Yeah. Oh well, I'm a stare. I I stare at people. <laughs> like I don't know if you do that, but like it's weird. I, I I look at people and I just see these people like walking by each other, and for me, it's just I could never do that. Like every time I see someone, like literally everybody on the street, I look at them and I wear sunglasses so I don't get like punched in the face. But I could, I'm just so interested with everybody. Like I don't know. And, and, and people just walk by each other. I find that kind of weird, you know? And every person who walks in Starbucks, I'm like, 
I got to just take a look. You know what I mean? Do you ever do that? Or are you kind of just like a walk, walk by people, mind your own business kind of people? Yeah, for me, I'm kind of scared at staring. Like I'm, I'm really conscious of staring at people. So that, that, that one's yeah. a bit rough. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, I, I tried to get into the talk with people at Starbucks, but it's it, we have a grab and go system, which means like most of it's mobile order and people just grab it and leave. Like, yeah, it's tough. I'm I'm really sick. I yeah. I really feel it now. Okay, like, yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely get some rest. Probably sleep early today. Honestly, um, yeah, I am. And and but, do you do you have you tried Ubre ice cream before? Ube? What ice cream? Ube? Ube ice cream. No, I've not. It's like made with like purple yams. Oh, what the hell? I I was just no. wondering because like, I don't know it looks delicious. It's like this beautiful like pastel purple color. But is it um, cream ice cream or is it like a sorbet? You know, it's made with cream. Yeah, it oh, looks fucking amazing. But I don't know if I want to risk spending four dollars on it and then it's shit and then I just leave it in my freezer for the rest of my life. Man, fuck it. But, it's four dollars, and yeah, I think the risk the reward is worth it because what if you find this amazing ice cream and this becomes like the next big thing for you? Like shit. If right. if down like. At least you got to taste the purple thing and fuck. You know. <laughs> this is the next big thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if anything, like just trying a purple thing some days is just fun, you know? So might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's my plan for the night. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to get some Uber ice cream from Trader Joe's. Oh, I only live uh, one block from Trader Joe's. Right. Yeah. So, I heard, yeah fuck. So, that's nice. Yeah. I'm going to get some Uber ice cream, soothe my throat with it. Cause I have a terrible sore throat. Uh, do some yeah. math and then go to bed before like 11. That is a fucking good idea. There you go, man. And stick to the what plan. Stick oh, you? fuck. Okay, well, that's... What's, that's the, what's the night looking like? Sleep time? Well, it's 12 and I do want to wake up early to go to the gym, but I do I do fucking want to read just at least a bit for, for to make me feel better um, and then I'll go All to right. sleep. I'll go to just, just a quick 20-page sit-down? Uh, Well, no, no, no. Like like some research. Um, oh, oh, oh. So you're going to... Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. So I'm I'm, I'm going to write at least a page in my idea journal. Um, I really want to speak. Uh huh. You're not going on your phone, no. Yes. Yes. I I will text Anna just real quick to to tell her something, and then yeah, fucking nothing else. Okay. Beautiful. I promise. Sounds good. Thank you, Cal. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I didn't fall asleep. Let's fucking go. Um, I, you're, you're fading away though. I can tell. No, no, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely you're I'm, not. I'm, no, what the fuck? Oh, I thought you were fading. No, I just get I just got really pensive because um, I don't know, man. It's 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 good to it's good to talk to you again. Um, yeah, yeah. It, I've kind of forgotten like how much this is important to me. You know. Yeah, I love this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, yeah, just give me the recordings, and I I'm just gonna dump everything. So like, all I think we have four episodes now in the yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm just gonna sure. I'm just gonna publish all of them at the same time. Who it doesn't matter. Okay, as long as the dates yeah. are right. So. All right. All right. Sounds good, man. This was yep. good. This felt good. Um, yep. Yeah. Let me know how the Ubi ice cream works. If because I also live pretty close to the Trader Joe's, so okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Perfect. If it works oh, out, I'm gonna go yeah. get some. Bro, we should just keep trying Trader Joe's products for each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We don't have to both buy it. You know, in case it's, yeah. one of us is in the hole. Exactly. Um. Perfect. Okay. All Bro, right, what the fuck? Uh, Wait, fifty-five minutes, dude. What the hell? Yeah, I've been outside, so like the sun has been my clock. Like, it was daylight when we started. Now it's pitch black. Mm, damn, not bad. 
Yeah. Not bad at all. All right. I'll talk to you soon, this man. This is how, this is oh, how yeah. <laughs> David Shen and Cal Slotten felt on um, June 15th, 2021. See you guys in the... Holy shit, my computer is blowing up in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>